0: hey what's up y'all it's the hoop life with sean and sean podcast i'm your host sean c taylor and i'm your
1: host sean b taylor coming to you with episode number 17. i'm not even going to tell you the title i'm not going to tell you the title because first we have a very very special guest do you want to introduce yourself special guest
2: um um, okay um i'm kai
1: the little brother kai Kai, the brother of sean yes Kai kai d taylor kai dominic taylor And we are talking about a very special subject today. Especially the Kai. Especially the Kai. What is the title of uh, today's episode, Kai? Brody the Bully. Brody the Bully. A.K.A. Rock the Baby. baby. A.K.A. Russell Westbrook. Brody baby. Is out. (laughs) Uh, We're talking about Brody, Russ the dog, because he has been on an absolute tear recently. Yeah, it's Um, insane. It's insane, the way, the level that he's been playing at, um, and kind of flying below the radar until recently, right? But he's, again, putting together another, I would dare to say, MVP caliber season. Yeah, caliber, caliber.
2: Giannis did put up 40 and
1: 20 last night. Giannis did put up 40 and 20 last (laughs) night, but Kai, okay, can you go ahead and run down some of Brody's stats for us?
2: So, in the last 10 games, he's been averaging 32.3 points, Whoa. 6.1 assists, and 7.1 rebounds. Whoa. And he's won his last six out of seven games, and he right. scored 41.
1: Right. So, hold on real quick. That should be updated to seven of the last eight because they won last night against Boston oh. in overtime. Yeah. So seven of the last eight games.
0: Yeah. Oh, and Kai, I'd like to ask you, um I think you, you wrote this down. Um, you said before averaging twenty twenty one point nine points to twenty seven point one points, does that mean like his points have gone up to twenty seven point one points or we're like in the middle?
2: They so their points were like so his points before January, so like in months, I want his lowest amount of points was 21.9 points
1: mm-hmm. and then his highest score is 27.1. Points. Okay. Okay. So and then now you say January to now um he's averaging 32.3 points to 32.5 points. And that 41 you were talking about is scoring an overtime uh comeback victory against Boston. So that is just he is, ugh. And Jalen Brown, I think, was guarding
0: him. And he's a pretty good defender. Yeah, he's a
1: very good defender. Very athletic, very uh, rangy, and locked in. Doesn't go for a lot of fakes either. Yeah. But But um, the the system that Mike D'Antoni has implemented is five-out, right? Mm-hmm. So for those that aren't hip to basketball jargon, five-out means that all five players are on the perimeter. Yeah. So you got two guys uh, in each of the corners, Two guys on each of the wings, and then a the guy up top. Mm-hmm. That's typically what that that um, setup looks like. Mm-hmm. That has really been giving people problems. And Sean, you and I talked about this the other day. What what adjustment or adjustments has Westbrook made to put him on this run that he's on right now?
0: Um, I mean, he hasn't really been settling for too many jumpers right now. So he's just been he's been able to get to the basket more, right? And where I feel like before, it was just that big man kind of clogging up the lane for him, and now it was, you know, like I said. A lot more open, right? Yeah, a lot more open, a lot yeah. more finishes at the rim.
1: Yeah, yeah, and you hit on a good point, where you say he, he's not settling for the jumpers, so is he catching the ball closer to the basket? Like, if someone drives in, is he catching it at the three-point line, or is he catching it, like, in some?
0: Usually he's catching it, like, in some right. kind of, like, the free throw kind of. Right. Yeah, low, um like, in the corner. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's exactly right. The thing with Westbrook is he's so strong and so explosive that when someone drives in, one of his teammates drives, whether it's Harden or whomever, and then the defender that's uh, guarding Westbrook turns their head for a second, mm-hmm. when that ball gets kicked out to Westbrook, you have to know exactly what angle to close out on him at. Because yeah. if not, he just darts right by you because he's so quick and so strong. Yeah. Um, I know if I were coaching against Westbrook, I wouldn't tell my defense to give him a shallow close every single time. Mm-hmm. Right? So close and just make him shoot. Yeah. Like, do not run at him because as soon as you run at him, he just blows right past guys. Yeah. And then he's already at the rim in just like half a second. So, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. Um, we know that Westbrook is your favorite player, right? Mm-hmm. You want to break it down for the for the audience why you like Westbrook so much? Because you've always liked Westbrook. We
2: don't know why. So, <laughs> I, I I just like how he plays, just going to the rim and stuff like that. And he's so, like, intense about right. everything. Right. Like, you'll see him, like, yell just after a dunk. Right. And he does it so, like, with so, so much power. Yeah. Yeah. But um, going back to that Boston thing, I thought that was big because um, Jason Tatum actually has been frying. Yeah, he has been. his numbers. Right. And that was kind of like a back-and-forth thing. Uh-huh. And now Westbrook, he went and beat him.
1: Right, that's true. And, mm-hmm. I mean, Tatum had, like, 30-something last night
2: mm-hmm.
1: in Boston and been hot, so that's a really good point. Mm-hmm. Um, and you think about... The critics, myself being one of them, (laughs) saying, "Can Houston win like this in the playoffs?" I happen to think that they cannot win a seven-game series against a really good team um, with this small-ball lineup. Right? Mm -hmm. Um, It's a small-ball lineup, and you have guys like Westbrook and Harden who aren't great shooters. Like, if they were great shooters, it'd be different. But I don't think they can win against like a Clippers or a Lakers team. What do you think, guy?
2: I I, I think that they can, especially because I think if they might be able to... They like,
1: might be able to Because, play. like,
2: you got, like, the Lakers. Westbrook dropped 40 on the Lakers and oh. won last time they played, I believe. Mm-hmm. And um so that kind of shows something. But at the same time, like you said, it's a seven-game series. Right. So I don't think they can really keep repeating that, like, him going off, and then everyone else also, like, doing pretty well. Right. So, I'm not sure. I think it's definitely possible. Okay. But, um... Or isn't
1: that just what you want to happen? (laughs) Because you like that team.
2: No, but I'm saying that it is possible Mm -hmm. for that to happen, but I think it's, like, A seventy
0: five percent chance that it doesn't and then like a twenty five (laughs) percent chance. That 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 that, that, I mean like that they lose and then like twenty five percent chance of winning. I I don't know. I I think I put that a little lower.
1: Okay. Yeah. What do you think about this, Sean?
0: Uh I think that in a seven game series if you play someone like the Lakers or the Clippers, it's like then, because it's the playoffs so almost every team knows what you're going to do? Right. The scouting
1: report. They have a, a chance to really lock in on that scouting report.
0: Yeah. So I mean, they're gonna really like crack down, and then mm-hmm. the players as well themselves are just gonna be more focused, locked in, determined mm-hmm. to get the job done. So I think if they go against like like you said, one of the LA teams, mm-hmm. I'd say I'd say it can it can be a seven game series, mm-hmm. but I just don't see the Rock is coming out. And winning, especially because, you know, Westbrook and Harden, as we've seen like past um, one to two years, have not really came up, came up clutch or right. really done too much in the playoffs. Right. Westbrook, last two years, getting knocked out in the first round. Mm-hmm. First year by a rookie as well. Right. You know, no shade, don't him by saying that. Right, right. Just. Yeah.
1: Well, it's looking like it might be a rematch of that because right now Houston's in the fourth spot. Utah's in the five spot. So, so he may have another crack at Donovan Mitchell.
2: Yeah, I also think that I think that if they play the Clippers, I think they actually they have like a pretty okay chance of winning that series. Mm-hmm. But or like some of the other teams like Dallas, Memphis, or Utah, but I think maybe even the Thunder and the Lakers, those are two teams that maybe might give them some problems because they have that veteran in there right. that's been there for a little bit. Yeah. I think they might know how to play that. Mm-hmm. But I think a lot of the other teams are a lot younger. Right, okay. So that,
1: yeah. that's a good point. And we talked about this last week, Sean. I would pay some money to see a first round matchup of OKC and Houston. Yeah. Like whether that that's Houston at the three seed and OKC at the six or four or five, whatever it may be, mm-hmm. I would love to see that matchup.
0: Yeah, and we saw what well, OKC did to Houston last time. I well, I can't remember if they played before that, but I remember one of the one of the times that they matched up against each other, mm-hmm. OKC just kind of dominated right. the Rockets from the beginning. Right, right. Yeah, and it was just it got really bad.
1: Well, right now, look, it says Houston's 8-2 and two over their last 10. OKC's 7-3. and three. So, I mean, they're both pretty hot right now. Yeah. On a side note, Billy Donovan, the head coach of the Thunder,
0: mm-hmm.
1: we haven't talked about him as far as coach of the year ever. candidates. We haven't talked about him ever, right? Yeah,
0: has anyone really – I mean, no shade on to him, but, right. like, I swear he does not get any, like, respect at
1: all. Like, should we – be talking about him, or should people in general be talking about him as a coach of the year candidate?
0: Um, I
1: don't think anyone saw OKC being thirty-seven and twenty-three in the sixth spot right now.
0: I mean, I think you definitely could. I also think that these guys just like really play hard mm-hmm. as a team right. for OKC. But I don't think that the NBA is really gonna be like, oh, we we see what you, we see you, we see what you're doing. Right, right. Yeah, I, I just think, I just think they're gonna be like. Well, we don't care. So. <laughs> what do you th- think, Kai?
2: I think they're definitely... Like, the Super Bowl, when Damian Williams went off and did really good, still, they're already leaning towards uh, another coach, like um, the Lakers coach. Right,
1: Frank Vogel. Frank Vogel. Uh-huh.
2: Or someone like that, because that's more of, like, a bigger team or right. organization and Okay, stuff. more high,
1: high profile.
2: That's something that the fans would like a lot more and right, stuff. Right, that's a good point. And, I think they're already leaning towards that, so I don't know how well the—I I don't know. I just don't right. know about that. Yeah, I
1: mean, that's a good point. Sean, you, you brought up a good point about Billy Donovan maybe being a little bit disrespected. Mm-hmm. Before OKC—I'm sorry, before Houston and Memphis played the other night, Ja Morant went on the record and said insane that he feels like Russell Westbrook is— very disrespected in the league by not getting as much credit as he deserves Mm -hmm. um and I can't remember which one of you guys I talked about that with what what do you guys think about that do you think Westbrook gets the credit he deserves or not really
0: um I mean I don't watch like I I don't watch Westbrook like too much like I I watched I watched him a little more ever since like Harden and him got together and in the um, Portland series as well. Mm-hmm. But I feel like Westbrook definitely deserve. I think Jaws kind of right about that. Mm-hmm. That Westbrook does not get the respect that he deserves or is very disrespected. Mm-hmm. Because people over the last couple of years have been saying, ever since his MVP season, that he's just been stat-padding, really. Okay. And not actually looking at the good things that he does. Mm-hmm. And even if he is stat-padding, like... That includes assists, rebounds, and points. So that means you're kind of doing everything, almost to say. Right. And he, and at times when he wants to, he can play pretty good defense as well. So I think that um, Jaw is kind of right about that. Right. And he is di- disrespected um, right now, very disrespected. Disrespected, but at times just kind of disrespected. Right. Bit. Slightly. What do you yeah. think, guy? I
2: think that. I, I, I agree with John Morant And uh, I, I, I know we try to keep it informative and everything about right. here. There might be a little bias. <laughs> but um, also, I think that even outside of the NBA, he's very disrespected.
1: Really? Like, Why?
2: So, like, people always talking about how he stat pats and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And that's like... That's in the NBA, but it's more outside the NBA. People say it a lot more. Okay. But I think even inside and outside the NBA, it's like, that's right. And also, I think that was a great example when LeBron, he was the. Russell Westbrook was the second to last pick. Right. In right. the, the All Star uh-huh. um, game. In the All Star game. Yeah, mm-hmm. he was the second to last pick. And that's. So, people like Bam Adebayo were picked right, before him. <laughs> right. Because Giannis is—I
0: don't know he's wild.
2: <laughs> I know, but even like Jason Tatum, I right. didn't really agree with that. Okay. And like, he was a pick away from being last, and being with Demontis Sabonis, right, the pick before him, <laughs> right, and like. Yeah, so that That's- when you put it
1: like that, that sounds pretty disrespectful for a former MVP and a guy who's averaged triple doubles in multiple years, right?
0: Yeah, but I must say Westbrook was kind of frustrating me in the game. I swear he was just like he would like go to the rim. He, there was so many times he missed layups, some like In the All Star
1: game? Yeah, okay, like, yeah. Okay, he missed a couple chippies. Yeah,
0: he missed he missed a bunch of shots and he he I remember him hitting like or making like two two buckets. I remember him getting two buckets. Right. Yeah, he didn't
1: score a lot. Him or Harden.
0: Yeah. Six him or yeah. <laughs> Harden, Sabonis, really a lot of dudes on the bench besides Chris Paul.
1: Right, Chris Paul was super.
0: Yeah, shout out to him. Yeah. Over. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> <laughs> hey,
1: so, is there anything that can be done right now to slow him down?
0: Um, mm, I mean, if you're gonna put, if you're gonna put him on like, the free throw line. When he ca- when he catches the ball, if you're gonna put him near the free throw line. I guess if it's someone like uh, if you got a team, maybe like a Philly, mm-hmm. then you can probably put put like a Ben Simmons on him right, right there. Yeah. And see if that stops him a little bit. Yeah, he's a
1: bigger, stronger guard. Yeah,
0: you can't you can't really just put whoever on him. You could put even if it was like a team like the Bucks, mm-hmm. you can put Giannis, the Lakers, LeBron. Right. Yeah, so Yeah. Yeah, and then LeBron's not like a great defender, but it it's the free it's from like the free throw line. Right. So it's not like Westbrook Westbrook's gonna have to make a move and get by him. He yeah. can't just
1: bully his through. Yeah, team. he can't go through him. Yeah. That's a good point. What do you think,
2: Kai?
0: So I think like, I think,
2: I don't think there's much that can be done to stop Westbrook. Mm-hmm. I think maybe with the Bucks, like Sean said, that might be able to do something. Mm-hmm. But I think if they can slow down the whole team, I don't think Westbrook can push through, especially on a good offensive and defensive team. Okay. So, like, the LA Clippers, for example, okay. they have very good perimeter defenders, mm-hmm. and they're running five out, right? So maybe they can stop like the perimeter defense and everything. Mm-hmm. And maybe like Westbrook he can do his thing and everything. But also if the Clippers score on the other end pretty right. well and also stop the rest of the team, okay. I think that can that can lead to a
1: so that's a perfect segue into my theory on how to slow Westbrook down. One of his, his best traits, if not his best trait, is his tenacity mm-hmm. for Westbrook. He just keeps coming at you and keeps coming at you, right? Because he plays with a certain ferocity or intensity, like you said earlier, combined with a tremendous amount of energy because he takes great care of his body, right? Mm-hmm. I would put him in a million pick and rolls, Like, if I'm coaching against him, I'm going to have whoever he's guarding, we're going to set a ball screen for him, for his man every single time, Mm. two, three, four times down the court. Mm. And I would try to wear him down on that end without him really, like, when someone sets a bunch of ball screens on you, it's one of those things where you notice it after you're already kind of tired. Yeah. If that makes sense, mm-hmm. like in the moment you're not really like, oh man, they're sending a bunch of screens, but after maybe the fifth or sixth possession of them sending a bunch, you're like, man, I'm I'm really worn down, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I would try to wear them down that way. To your point, Kai, by having good perimeter defenders, um, that that would be my strategy. Do you have something else to add on? Um,
0: so when you say that, you say you're coming down. So are are you saying if like West was picking up full court?
1: Well, no, because he's not a guy who picks up full court. I don't
0: think
1: anybody does. Right. (laughs) That's true. But in the playoffs, you see the the defense start earlier, Mm -hmm. right? Someone like a Pat Bev is definitely going to pick up full court, right? Mm -hmm. But, no, I'm saying once the ball crosses half court, I'm setting a high ball screen on him there, Mm -hmm. right? And then I'm going to pass it around, and then I'm going to set another ball screen on him sometime later in the shot clock, right? Which Mm -hmm. is going to take a little bit more time, but... That's the only way I see that you really can slow him down. Um, I do like your thought about putting a bigger guard on him, but that defender has to be very disciplined on the angles they take when they close out because he just kind of just darts past people. And he's so strong that if you just put your shoulder in there, he takes that bump, goes right through it, and all of a sudden he's at the rim.
0: Yeah, I also think that if, to your point, um, with saying a bunch of ball screens on him, if... You set a bunch of ball screens on him. I feel like if you did, if especially if you did like maybe a guard would he, would even kind of like be more beneficial. Okay. Because it, I feel like if that guard is bigger and stronger, especially, then it's gonna kind of wear him down more. Right. And he can't just he can't just call a switch because right. that that whoever's got that other guard mm-hmm. is probably gonna be James Harden. Right. Who's guarding him? Right. And right. And James Harden, you know. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No defense at all. You're right. So I mean like so, then
1: Maybe that's the strategy then. Maybe you take Harden's man and have him ball screen for Westbrook. Westbrook's man, right?
0: Yeah, or you screen or you screen, make Harden have to switch on like a bigger dude. Right and then the bigger yeah. Okay. Yeah. It makes sense. Um,
2: but when have you really seen Westbrook get like tired? Like you said, he just keeps coming. Right. So like I think that's something you would kind of have to gamble on. Because if you keep doing that and he just doesn't get tired, then that's something that's like, I
1: don't know. So I can't think of a specific game, but I have seen games where I'm like, okay, he looks a little bit gassed. He looks human, right? But it's not so much in seeing him look tired. It's wearing him down so then his layups or just a little bit short, kind of like the all-star game you were talking about, right? Mm -hmm. Or he goes up for a dunk, he's not quite getting the elevation that he needs to get up over a guy, right? So that's where you see the fatigue start to set in, not that he's just going to be holding the shorts bent over.
0: Yeah, and also, um, another another thing I wanted to ask Kai is that when have you really seen him going off like this, besides his MVP season where he was in like his mid-20s? yeah.
1: He's a little bit younger. He's a little bit younger. Yeah. But so.
0: at the same time,
2: he, he, like you said, he was in his mid-20s when he had the MVP season. Actually...
1: Like, late, like, late 20s. Yeah,
2: late 20s. <laughs> and then um, when he had that MVP season, I think he didn't really have anybody that was, like, helping him on True. his team. And also, he's still averaging a triple-double. Right. So that's, like, I think maybe... I don't know. If that doesn't fatigue him, then Mm -hmm. I'm not sure. I'm still not sure about, like, if you keep setting ball screens, that's going to fatigue
1: him. Right. Well, I mean, it may not work, but you got to have some type of strategy to slow this guy down because he is killing
0: right now. Yeah, and I'm sure coaches, they're coaches, so they're going
1: to... Right, they'll figure something out. Mm -hmm. So, um, switching topics, we were going to talk about um, Steph Curry, but we'll get to him a little bit later because I almost forgot about this. But once we started talking about the Rockets, I'm like, oh, my goodness. The Greek freak versus the beard. They had a little spat this week, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? No. No? I, I, <laughs> He's I, shaking his head like, yeah. I know. I, know, I know what you're
2: talking about.
1: Okay, what was it? Wasn't it
2: like um, this reporter asked him how... Asked who? Um, James Harden uh-huh. about him not getting picked on the All-Star team or something.
1: About Giannis, because Giannis didn't pick him. He picked Kimball Walker instead, instead, and he said, I want someone who's going to pass. He was joking. He said, I want someone who's going to pass.
2: Yeah, and then...
1: Rachel Nichols asked James Harden about that.
2: And then James said something, and he was like... And then Giannis heard about it. He was like... He said something like, I just want to play basketball and right, right, like that. And he was like, that wasn't something... I don't know. So so he wanted to be on the
1: (laughs) So no, James Harden said, yeah, I don't really understand what the joke is from Giannis about the passing thing, right? Mm -hmm. Because I average, he was like, I think I average more assist than Kimmel Walker. And then he said, I would love to be seven feet tall and just run and jump and dunk. But I actually have to I like have to use my skill in order to score right? <laughs> Sean's laughing. He said, I actually have to use my skill in order to score. Um, so yeah, at the end of the day, what I know is none of these guys can mess with me. That was, his quote was something along those lines. And then, hold on, and then Giannis did come back and he said, you know, I'm not trying to get into a war of words or whatever. I just want to play basketball. He's but every, Right. <laughs> well, I, I don't know if he said the part about the flopping. I heard that he said that, but I wasn't able to find that. Um, in all full disclosure, I didn't do that much digging either, but I know the spirit of what Giannis was saying in the interview I saw was, "Man, I just want to hoop. That's it, man. I'm yeah. not trying to get into all That's that." What I saw. But what do you guys think? I mean, is there a case to be made for Team Harden, so to speak? Where whatever you think about James Harden, I'm not a huge fan of watching him play basketball, right? Because mm-hmm. I think he flops too much. He tries to get calls and all that, mm-hmm. and I think it's too much isolation. With that said, he is highly skilled. Mm-hmm. One of the most skilled basketball players I've ever seen, right? Mm-hmm. On the flip side, Giannis is crazy athletic, right? Mm-hmm. But we watched the game the other night. Giannis shot two wide open air balls. He's not the most skilled player, yeah. right? Uh-huh. But he has a high motor and just a lot of kind of tenacity, like a Westbrook, right? Mm-hmm. So he's obviously able to be very effective. Do you think that it's a a case of? You can be one or the other or Harden just plays one way Giannis plays another way is there like a happy middle ground what do you think about all this
0: well first of all i want to say like Harden you could say like you have to use your skill to score but at the same time he'll go like in games he'll shoot like three for like or like in quarters shoot like three for 15. right <laughs> right and and just like keep shooting or he'll shoot three for 15. And I'll I'll still see him have, like, 30 points. Right, right. A lot of free throws, right? Yeah, I'm like, dude. And I just look at the free throws, and I'm like, oh, another game where he's shooting 20 to 25 free throws. Right, (laughs) right. Amazing. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. and I'm just like, well, I mean, Giannis may may not be so skilled, but, I mean, it's working. Right, it's working. And he's probably the leading candidate for MVP right so what you say to him really doesn't matter and I feel like that's kind of what he was thinking right (laughs) right. it doesn't matter my team is the best in the league I'm probably the best player in the league right right now I don't need to argue with you right
1: okay All right. and it's working to a certain extent because Giannis hasn't won a championship or been to a finals either Mm -hmm. and James Harden has not led a team to a championship I mean to a finals even though he was on that OKC team that went back in 2012, was it? I
0: think it was. Uh,
2: Yeah.
1: Against LeBron and the Eagles. Um, He
2: played awful that season. Yeah, he did
1: not play very good. What do you think about this, Kai?
2: I think that James has a point that he wasn't picked. I think that's stupid, but at the same time, Giannis picked very ignorantly. (laughs)
0: Oh my
1: goodness, shots fired.
2: No, but he did, like... I I mean, mean,
1: it was a close game. They were winning going into the fourth quarter, so his picks weren't that bad, right? He
2: literally said, "Uh, I'm going to take my African brother. Did he say that? I'm pretty sure (laughs) he (laughs) said that.
0: He said that twice. He said that for, I think, Embiid, and then right after that, he said that for Pascal.
1: Siakam, okay. Yeah, so... All right, so go ahead.
0: So,
2: I think... I don't even know. Like, I think... James has a little bit of a point, not really with that like skill part. I think like that you didn't have to do all that just because you didn't get picked. You right. Still won.
1: Right. He didn't have to say all that. You mean? Yeah, okay. he didn't
2: have to say all that. But I think I don't really, I don't really know. I think when she asked the question, uh-huh. I think he responded at a point where it wasn't like extra. Uh-huh. But then once he responded. Saying about all the skills, right? Okay. I think that was a little extra. You okay. Don't need to do that. Yeah. But
1: maybe I, he was feeling a certain type of way about that.
2: I do think Giannis picked not very well.
1: Okay. All right. No. Oh, um, what Sean said that Giannis is better than James Harden, right? And I think most people, most people would agree. That Giannis is the front runner for MVP right now. Him and LeBron are balling out of control. Mm-hmm. Um, and that Giannis is a better player right now. What do you think, what what separates the two since they are such different players? What makes Giannis better or maybe even more effective than James Harden? Well,
0: Giannis plays more of team basketball. Okay. There you go. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and it's just that simple, huh? Yeah. Giannis plays more team basketball. Yeah. I mean, he does a lot of ISO, but he does move the ball a little bit more. Yeah. Um, what about you, Kai? Like, is that the only thing, or you have more to add to that? Wait, what
2: was the question again?
1: <laughs> what if most, most people would say, like, the consensus is that Giannis is better than James Harden, right? And he's probably the leading uh, candidate to win MVP this year. But James Harden scores a lot of points. He's won an MVP as well. And he was second to Giannis in the MVP voting last year. So what is it, since especially they play two different styles, what is it that makes Giannis a better or more effective player?
2: I think that what makes Giannis effective or more, like, a better player, I think it's that, like he said, he moves the ball a little bit more. Uh-uh. But he doesn't shoot as much as... Right, like you're wasting like 20 shots every game if you're Harden, Mm -hmm. and Giannis probably wastes only a couple, and most of them are just missed shots that are still okay shots. Right, right. But James Harden sometimes will just take bad shots, and that's that's a waste of the ball. Right, you only get the ball a certain amount of times. Good point. But you're wasting. Right. You're wasting it. The
1: biggest thing to me, obviously, you know, Harden is more skilled. Giannis is more athletic. But Giannis is such a far superior defensive player. Yeah, It's not even close. He's probably going to be first team all defense again this year, right? Yeah. That, to me, is what separates the two. The fact that James Harden, who James Harden actually last night played some pretty good defense against Boston when he wanted to, right? Yeah. But at other times he's a liability on the defensive end. I never feel like that with Giannis. Because
2: he's not in he's not in the greatest shape. Right. And, yeah. And he's kind of lazy. <laughs> he like, plays a little bit lazy sometimes like, on
1: defense. He
2: when have you seen him like just blow by a dude and then take him all the way to the rack and shoot over a big man.
1: Yeah, I mean, he does sometimes. He has some tough angles. He dunked on Shots.
0: Draymond. He
1: did dunk on Draymond <laughs> a couple yeah. years ago. That's that, a good that's point. And
0: too. That's because he yeah. was talking. That's a good <laughs> and, point. But And too. And McGee too, like last year. That's a, that's a good point. Well,
2: yeah. d- he had to disrespect the donkey.
0: <laughs> oh but, my goodness. But, um... <laughs> but, um <laughs>
2: <laughs> But, um, what's it called? I, I, this might be, like, a little crazy. I don't think Giannis is, like, a super amazing defensive player. Okay. I think a lot of it is his offense. Okay. But he is superior to James Harden. Right. But
0: who really isn't superior to James
1: Harden, like Jared Dudley or something? Oh, dear. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Yeah, I, I mean, no, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Sean. I see
0: what, I see what you're saying because, like, unless someone is going to try and just shoot over Giannis, mm-hmm. then, I mean, like, then that's when he really makes his defensive stops and he, um, like, he's the one who gets the defensive stop, like I said, but... um other than that, most of his like most of his like you know, sh- sh- um block shots or like um stops come like from the help.
1: Right. that's yeah, a Yeah, and
0: especially because he's like six eleven, that's right. not like too difficult, especially when you're usually on like the block right. and on defense. Right.
1: That's a good point. I mean, I definitely think guys like Kawhi Leonard and Anthony Davis are better defenders than Giannis. And he's not like an overpowering defender, but I do think he's very, very good. And I think again he's going to be first team all defense this year. And he's he's spearheading the league's one of the league's best defensive teams in the Bucks. So I get what you're saying, but that's to me what really separates the two. I, I wish we can keep on this topic, but we got to actually move on. Yeah. Uh, we touched on Steph Curry being back in the building. The report, reports last week were that he was coming back today against the Wizards. Psych. And, <laughs> right, they hit us with the pump fake because he did not come back. Um, Sean, you want to talk a little bit about that?
0: Uh, well, yeah, I mean, um, well, to start off, they said that Curry his return was pushed later into March, and mm-hmm. that Steph also said that he did not like, um, you know, his return being pushed later into March. But he also said that he understood the move. Right. Um, and also like, well, what it what it says here is like, what do we think about the, (laughs) what do we think about um the, Steph's return later into March.
1: Right. Well, yeah. I mean, you're not supposed to read that part. Um, Oh. (laughs) You're supposed uh, to just tell people what you think. What so? What do you think about the return being pushed back?
0: Um, I think that it's like. I I, I don't really know Because it's like It's not like he Did something to his leg I mean he did something To his non-shooting hand Right Um So I don't know if that's like To really just get him Back in the flow Mm -hmm. Of NBA basketball And they're gonna do like Some Like serious training Mm -hmm. Or like you know The practice Practices just Become more intense In scrimmages Mm -hmm. Or Practices in general Just become more intense Um But I think that this move is maybe better for the Warriors. Okay, why? Because if they push his return later into March, that's more time for them really to to. It kind of sounds weird, but for them to lose more because, <laughs> right? I mean, like they. <laughs> I think after this season, they might. They don't definitely need that first round pick. Um you mean like
1: a lottery pick.
0: Yeah, they don't de- definitely. They de- they don't need that lottery pick because Curry and Claire are gonna be back, mm-hmm. um, and you're gonna have Andrew Wiggins, right. uh, young blood. Right. That's like, young like blood. well, well, like he's like he's got young blood, <laughs> and like he's
1: like, <laughs> the thirteen-year-old telling someone they're a young blood.
0: young blood. That's funny. I don't know. I always say stuff like that, but <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I think I guess it's kind of beneficial if you look at it like that. But right. I don't really think that's how the Warriors looking at, at it.
1: So how do you think they're looking at it? Like I'm, to be honest, I'm surprised he's coming back at all. Do you think he should be coming back this season?
0: Um, I mean, so what I thought is, what like I think I said this last episode too. If um, I asked that the Temples can get the first round pick because they're not too many games, they're they're not too many games ahead of right. the Warriors, and it's not like the Warriors are gonna like. Really catch up on any teams now. They're probably gonna stay right, right where they are. Right. Right. Um, but if the Timberwolves just can't pick up the pace at all, mm-hmm. they could. Here's what I think could, could happen. They can have Cat, D'Lo, and like I said, Devin Booker. Mm-hmm. Um, they're also they're all very good friends, so Devin Booker could join them as well. And then maybe they can get um, like the first round pick or a really good. You are
1: talking about the Timberwolves?
0: Yeah, the, uh, a really good lottery pick, like, ahead of the Warriors. Uh-huh. So, I think um, he sh- he should maybe, he-, he should probably sit out, like, the rest of the season.
1: So, you're saying so they don't end up with a better record than the Timberwolves? Is that what you're saying? I'm not following you.
0: Yeah, that's kind of what I'm saying. Because right. if Curry comes back, you know, he he knows how to win games. Right.
1: And, I mean, Clay could come back as well. Yes. Yeah, um, so. But... I was having this this conversation with one of my students the other day, they were saying, why is Curry coming back? I said, hey man, shoot or shoot, yeah. and players play, right? So yeah. if you're a competitor, you don't want to be sitting on the sideline in street clothes all the time, True. you want to get out there and play if you're healthy, right? True. And it's not like Steph has forever left, he's in his early 30s, right? He's probably got a few more, three to five years of prime basketball left, and mm-hmm. then it's over, you know? And He's not Steph anymore, he's Stephen Curry right like Vince Carter when I was growing up he was Vince he was Vince Sanity half man half amazing now if I was like yeah I watched Vince Sanity play the other night you'd be like who Vince Carter you gotta go by the whole name right you understand what I'm saying yeah um so yeah I think it's you know I'm fine with the move um and hopefully he can get himself into some type of rhythm for the rest of the season and build some momentum to go into the next season.
0: Yeah, I'll kind of I'll kind of agree with you on that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like...
1: Because I know if I was Steph, I would want to play. I'd be like, let me play. That's yeah. what I'm here for. Yeah,
0: just let
2: him play.
1: Yeah. Just let him play. You have any thoughts, Kai? Uh, I
2: think, I, like, I'm not trying to be disrespectful him. Oh, game, my goodness.
1: But Kai with the hot takes.
2: According to KD, the Warriors, like health and everything, they suck. Like
1: <laughs> What do you mean?
2: Like clearly when he injured when K D was injured, right? Right. They told us the wrong stuff.
1: Right? They said something about the calf when it was really the Achilles.
2: Yeah, it was right. the Achilles and stuff like that. And I think that Steck should just come back, especially if he wants to play. Right. And it like he they're hint they're hinting at it already. Mm-hmm. So it shows that like he's pretty all right, mm-hmm. and if they want to get a lottery, they can just tell them to tone it down and
0: stuff. Right,
1: or load Manage's Minutes or something. Yeah,
0: how are you going to tell him that,
1: though? <laughs> yeah, especially when yeah. he starts cooking.
0: Yeah, load, load managers' Minutes, I guess, like you said. Right. Yeah. But, like,
2: still, I think they should just let him play. Just let him play? Yeah, because, I like, mean. you're you're doing all this saying that he's going to come back, and then... He's not coming back. That shows that he's pretty healthy. Right, right. If you're planning at it, yeah. And then he wants to play too. Right. That's just
1: let him play. Yeah, I was definitely looking forward to seeing him play against the hot man, aka Bradley Bill, today because he's been on a on a mean streak recently.
0: And especially because Steph got that fifty-one against the Wizards. Yeah, we
1: don't want to talk about that. We don't want uh, to talk about that uh, at all. Yeah, I don't want <laughs> to talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> talk about that. Yeah. So another. Game that um, we were we were looking forward to, which already happened last night, was the Grizzlies versus the Lakers, mm-hmm. right? And yeah. Ja Morant put on the show.
2: Yeah, the
1: Grizzlies had not been playing well. I think they had lost like three or four in a row, and then Ja Morant came out last night with 27 and 14 and tried yeah. to baptize Anthony Davis like he, he did to Kevin Love, Anfield. right? And failed. And he failed, Anfield. but it was just, it was very impressive. Afterwards, LeBron James called him special. He called him a super special talent. I think that's, that was the quote or something along those lines, right? Mm-hmm. Tonight, the Lakers are playing against the other primetime rookie and Mr. Zion Williamson.
2: Yeah. Now,
1: Sean, I, I hate to pat ourselves on the back, but... We were watching the Clippers and, who was that earlier? Philly, mm-hmm. right? And Jeff Van Gundy said, I think the Pelicans are going to slip into that eighth spot. And if Zion Williamson continues putting up the numbers he's putting up, I think he's going to get Rookie of the Year. Yep. Now, just on the last episode, we yep. said mm-hmm. <laughs> we said yeah. the Pelicans were going to slip into that eighth spot. Yeah. But going back even further... We had even we had posed that question and even said that that was a strong possibility. They watching yeah. as anonymous, right? <laughs> they watching as anonymous, yeah. right? That we said when Zion first came back, it may have even been before his debut. I think it was right. That if he was to go out there and ball and lead the Pelicans to the playoffs, that he would have a very good shot of getting Rookie of the Year, even though he only played half the games. Of Ja Morant, right?
2: That's
1: some Drake stuff. It's some Drake stuff. I don't even know what that means. Drake steals lyrics. Drake, <laughs> guys, out here taking shots at everybody, steals lyrics. <laughs> Um, But what do you guys think about that? Because obviously, Jeff Van Gundy is saying that during a nationally televised game, right? Mm-hmm. Like this is starting to, and he's not the only one. This is starting to really permeate the national conversation. I still hold firm in that that. Zion Williamson is going to lead his team to the playoffs, and he's going to get rookie of the year. Do you guys think that that is a strong possibility? Is yeah. it a lock even, or is it no way?
0: It's a strong possibility. Okay. It's not a lock yet. Because uh-huh. I, I would say it's a lock. Well, no, I, I wouldn't say it's a lock. Mm-hmm. But John Morant, you know, he did kind of single-handedly beat the Lakers last right. night. Um, he went off. It was um a really good performance put on by him a show put on by him right but i feel like even then like before that y'all lost like 3 or 4 in a row mm-hmm. zion his team it like usually when they lose now it's only to like teams that are better than right them, really. right that's a good and, point and especially he he's consistent with the like the numbers he puts up yeah you know, it, he'll score about, like, what, like... He'll score, like, 25 a game. He's averaging 23 right now, but he'll right. score, like, 25 a game. I remember the other night um, when they did play Lakers as well. Uh-huh. He put up 29. Yeah. And, honestly, White Howard, and AD... He he gave them especially some problems he as did. well because he a, did. AD couldn't really guard him really right <laughs> right that's a good point yeah and it's like y'all both play the same position so right. it's not like there's really an advantage I mean like there is Zion's definitely like faster mm-hmm. and is more explosive but right. I mean if, if you can give AD problems though because right. AD is really good defensively as he we is. all know then, I mean, hey, who's to say you can't give anyone else in the sleep problems? That's
1: a good point. Yeah. Kai, what are you thinking? Nah. Nah? (laughs) Just straight nah? Nah. So you got a job winning it hands down?
2: Not hands down, but saying, like, I don't think it's a lock or anything, Uh of course. I think it's whoever makes the playoffs. Okay. And I think that Memphis is going to make the playoffs. Okay. There are two games ahead right now. Right. Two like,
1: two and a half games.
2: They're three wins ahead and two wins, mm-hmm. like fine and everything. So I, I, I they're and they're ahead right now and they're ahead right now and I think they can definitely keep it up. Right. And also, Jaws beating him in assists. Mm-hmm. I'm almost positive in steals. Um and. Rebounds and points; those are the only
1: things I'm pretty sure Zion's leading. In. I mean, but that's a big deal, right? He's averaging 23 and 7 over 14 games, and they're only two and a half games behind Memphis. And I like I like Ja a lot. And I actually going into the season, I predicted that Ja Morant would win the Rookie of the Year because I had serious questions about uh, Zion's health and his. Um, his conditioning, but this guy, I mean, he's just, he's putting numbers on the board consistently. Yeah. Right? Not, but you, you're not sold, though.
2: I'm, I'm not sold, especially because the man can't walk very
1: well. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's so, the way, the, the way that he walks. Hold on, hold on, hold on. But, like, if.
2: I, I just don't. I'm not so Okay. And I think it's whoever makes the playoffs. I think Memphis is going to make the playoffs. Okay. But also, Zion, like you said, his health. So I'm not saying anything, but something still could happen.
1: Right. Well, we don't want to put that on that man.
2: Though. I'm not. I'm not I, yeah, <laughs> that's what I said. Right. But something still could happen. Okay. I'm not hoping. Right. I'm hoping that nothing happens to the man. Right. But something still could happen, especially because what does he weigh? Like
1: 280,
2: 250, something 20, like that. Two eighty, like two eighty, two
1: ninety. Yeah. Yeah, and he's what 6'6"? Yeah. That's yeah, that's but he too has. much weight? I mean, everyone keeps saying that, myself including. But to Sean's point earlier, he was giving Dwight Howard and AD some problems the other night. And I was impressed. The thing about Zion that I'm impressed by is he's very efficient with his movements. He doesn't waste a lot of movements, right? So he, like, knows when to attack, when to burst, when to take a certain angle, right? He did a great job the other night against the Lakers carving out space for the offensive glass, like, just kind of. Uh, ducking in there and then using his lower body to bump AD out of the way. And AD is actually really good at carving out space as well. But Zion just got a little bit lower and moved him. Um,
2: Hold on, but can I say something real quick? Yeah. But Zion, the thing with him, I'm I'm still not rec- like, seeing how teams aren't noticing this. He's good in a straight line. True. Like you said this, right? He's right. good in a straight line. Right. But if he's like moving around and especially turning the corner, he's right. not very good at that. Then he's he can't really like score.
1: Yeah? Like No, I agree. But that that's what I'm saying. He's very efficient. Like he's shooting fifty-eight percent from the field because he just knows how to score. And I think I've never seen him play in person, but I think that his size and speed is just overwhelming for people. So it's like, yeah, you could save to make him turn and all that. But it's another thing to actually have to go out and do it. So I get what you're saying, and I think in the playoffs, if they do make the playoffs, something like that would get exposed um, in year one at least. But, yeah, you still have to go out and stop I it. I
0: think it's
2: harder to stop Dodd.
0: Yeah, but but see, then the thing is, like, do you see how many offensive rebounds he gets off of anyone's shot? Even yeah. his shot as yeah, well. that's like, true. Like, it's a really noticeable amount. Right. I, I almost haven't really seen someone like someone
1: like that like right ESPN.com who, had an article about that today by the way but go ahead
0: yeah like who who really who do you really see getting offensive rebounds off their own shot right like that yeah. that that rarely happens That's impressive. With anybody yeah, yeah he's and explosive. like consistently like
1: yeah he's explosive on the second jump mm-hmm. um so yeah i think it's going to go down to the wire again like it has for the past few years 2 years ago mm-hmm. simmons beat out Donovan Mitchell in a close race. Last year, Luca beat out Trey Young in a co- uh, close race for Rookie of the Year. I mean, I think whoever makes the playoffs, that's what rookie is going to win it in a super tight vote. And I think Ja, I'm sorry, I think Zion's going to edge Ja out. Even though I like Ja a lot, I just think Zion, he's just got so much momentum behind him right now and he's playing great. So, listen, we're coming up on an hour. We got about 10 minutes left. Wanted to talk about The Basketball Africa League, right? The first league that the NBA is going to have outside of North America. Now, when this was announced about a year ago, President Obama was in on it. Michael Jordan was there. It was like a huge event, right? They're supposed to start playing this month. I haven't heard anything about a game schedule, right? But Mm -hmm. I do know that they had a combine in New York, I think, back in December. Um, but, yeah, no word on the actual schedule of when the games are actually supposed to start. Do mm-hmm. you guys think this is a good move by the NBA, bad move, indifferent?
2: I I, I, just, I feel like, especially if they don't have a schedule, I just don't think it's, like, really ready yet. Right, okay. Because, like, it's you don't even have a schedule out or nothing. Right, right. The game is supposed to start this month. Uh-huh. That's, that's a little, like questionable. Right. So I think I think they might have
1: to push it back some.
2: Push it back a little bit okay. or something like that. But I do support it a lot. Right. I think that's real big. Mm. But I
0: just think if you're not ready, don't try to rush it.
1: Okay. Got you, Sean.
0: Um I think that it is it's very interesting and very cool, especially that the NBA is having Uh, another NBA outside of North America you know all the way in Africa and um, to Kai's point I think that they should probably not start this month Mm -hmm. but I mean the summer and like the off season it can after like free agency um, it can be a little just boring and like you know just like oh I'm really waiting until the NBA season starts back up So maybe they should start at the beginning of summer. That's a good
1: idea. Yeah, so then, and then,
0: like, you know, just have it until the end of summer Mm -hmm. and just maybe, like, test it out at first and see how it goes. Right. And then if it goes really well, then, I mean, maybe the full NBA season as well, like, maybe you can just watch until, like whenever it starts in October. That's a great idea. And then, you know, once the NBA season ends, that's about when their season ends as well. Okay. Yeah, and then um, I think that it's also really interesting because you can find some talent outside of the NBA, mm-hmm. and, I mean, maybe there can be a next big star yeah. coming from Africa. Definitely. That's
1: a good point about starting up in the summertime. There's definitely that low... Um, between the end of the NBA season and the beginning of the next one. Mm-hmm. Um, and last year, obviously, Summer League, people wanted to watch it because of John Zion, but this is supposed to be a weaker draft this year. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if people will really tune in like that. So that, I mean, that's a really good point. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, we'll see what happens. This is a big deal, even though it's kind of flown under the radar, mm-hmm. but it's a joint venture between the NBA and FIBA. Um, they got sponsorship by from Pepsi, Nike, Jordan brand. Like I said, President Obama's involved. So, I mean, these are big names and big companies that are getting behind this league. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it also says that uh, seven cities are supposed to host 12 teams. Or seven cities to host the game, I'm sorry, with 12 teams in the league. Mm-hmm. So, hopefully they start playing sooner rather than later. But we'll keep our eyes open for that. Mm-hmm. So... Um, got a little bit of news Malik monk what happened to him
0: Sean oh uh, he got suspended for violating the NBA's drug policy
1: okay so he's gonna be out I think they said indefinitely right
2: yeah
1: and then Kai what about the sixers they got a couple injuries right
2: Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons um they both out right injuries.
1: right so Joel and B's got the shoulder Ben Simmons has the back yeah. and they're both gonna be reevaluated in like a week or two. Yeah. So, you know, this is a critical time for Philly, man. They could definitely slide a little bit in the in the playoff race. Even though that boy Shake Milton put up thirty nine today, yeah. went off. So that was pretty cool.
0: Yeah, and the dude from the Clippers blocked his shot. I was upset. I wanted him to
1: get forty. Oh, did he at the end? I missed that. Yeah, I was like, man, hit another one. And right,
0: then this dude blocked
1: his shot. He's like, <laughs> <"M-I-P>.
2: Most <laughs> he's like, improved
1: player. Most improved player for Shake Milton.
0: No.
2: Okay. If, if he keeps up, like, getting, like, 15
0: to 20
1: points, I think. Well, he's going to have a lot of opportunity.
0: What about Sabonis,
1: though? Oh, that's a great point. That's yeah. a great point. So, we'll see. Yeah, yeah.
0: Oh, and Tatum.
1: And Jason Tatum. Hey, look, maybe for the next episode of The Hoop Life, right? Mm-hmm. So, that's it that we have for today. Um, yo, let's clap it up for Kai. King Kai came through, blessed us. Sean hey. with the super clap. <laughs> Um, so, yeah, man, that was fun talking about Brody, NBA Africa, Giannis versus Beard, all that stuff. Super cool. Mm-hmm. Sean, you want to go ahead and take us out, man?
0: Uh, yes. Yeah, so, um, thank you guys for listening to another episode of the Hoop Live with Sean and Sean podcast, this time, um, as Kai for a special guest. Right. Um, and Kai, you did a good job today as well. <laughs> I just wanted to say thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um, so, um, like I said, thank you guys for listening. Um, please make sure that you like and, or not not like and subscribe. Um, please rate us. Um, rate us five stars. Just rate us five stars. <laughs> five stars. Yeah, five stars. Mm-hmm. And write a comment um, and just let us know what you think about um, the podcast or um, a certain episode if you want to plan it out. Or topic. Yeah, or topic. Um, and just let us know what you think. Give us suggestions um and we are on all podcast platforms and if you don't know uh, a bunch of them i'll name some of them for you spotify anchor apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, and every other podcast platform that you can think of or anyone else can think of so yeah
1: boom boom there yes. it is share it
0: with your
1: friends that's right subscribe and share it's been real hanging out with the taylor boys yeah. i love doing these podcasts with with sean and so it was cool to have kai come in yeah. um with a soccer player and a basketball player and trying give to, his insight trying to get into football trying to get into football too all-around athlete so it was cool i had a great time uh love you boys and from our family to yours Peace. Peace, man.
0: See you later, alligator.